and welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, teachers. Welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited. I have a guest with me today, Sandy Patterson, and it is such a cool um, connection that we've made. I just have to share this with you because it's super exciting um, being in the online space. You make these awesome connections and Sandy is one of those and we're able to, you know, connect back and forth, talk to each other, um, you know, strategize with each other. It's been really fun. So today's episode is going to be a fun one and Sandy will share more, but welcome Sandy. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I am so excited to be here. And like you said, I think it is the coolest thing. Um, These connections that we make online now, like, whereas like 10, 20 years ago, you know, it was kind of weird, like, Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I met, I met, I met my friend online, but no, now it is like normalized. It's awesome. And I really, I mean, some of my best friends are people that I've met online. So it's a really, really cool connection. So thank you for having me. I am super excited to be here and connect with you and connect with your awesome listeners as well. Yes. Yes. So glad you took the time out and we're going to have a little conversation for all the teachers out there. Um, I know teachers, your you're probably thinking um, about the transition story, um, how you know how we knew it was time for us to leave teaching. So I think this episode really will be valuable for you, and I hope you enjoy this. So we're just gonna jump right into the conversation. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Sandy, can you tell the listeners a little bit about you and your background? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I was one of those people that went to school and knew right away that I was like, okay, I'm going to be a teacher. Right. So I go to school, I get my um, undergrad in education. I get my credential in education. I go back and I get my master's and my reading specialist credential because I am a teacher. I get hired right out of my credential program. So I was very young. I was like 22 years old, like which That's is crazy cool. to think about. Yeah. I know, but I'm like, who, who's I who, like, who thought it was a good idea to let me like be in charge of like 30, <laughs> 10 year olds at the time? Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so then I, I was a teacher. I taught for 14 years and I taught through COVID. And so I think anybody that taught through COVID knew what a shift that was um, and how difficult it was. And I feel like COVID changed a lot of things. Um, I think that that was the perfect time for us as a society and that to really look at the education system and figure out, you know, the best moves. It was, it was a time to shift things to, in order to make things better for kids and for teachers in the system as a whole. And I felt like the opposite happened. Like it it just kind of, everything kind of crumbled and a lot of things bubbled up and came to the surface. And looking back now, I think that, you know, that gave me a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress so much so that I was not showing up for my family 
at the end of the school day, like I wanted to, I wasn't the mom I wanted to be. I wasn't the wife, the daughter, the friend. I I just wasn't the person that I wanted to be at the end of the day. And that might, yeah, (laughs) I know a lot of people (laughs) feel that very deeply um, right now. So that for me kind of was the tipping point when I, I knew I'm like, something has to give here because I'm not going to be able to do this for another 20 plus years. I just, it, it'll destroy me. And that might sound dramatic to some people, but it, it was my truth in that moment. And like I said, I know a lot of people can resonate with that too. And I think that even looking back to like my first couple of years of teaching, there was a lot of anxiety. A lot of teachers are not supported how they should be. Right. Um, you, you carry the burden and the weight of a lot of different things and I just knew it was time. It was time to get out. So that was my experience. I left the classroom in June of 2021. That was my last day in the classroom. Okay. Um, turned my keys in, mm-hmm. uh, drove away and did not look back. <laughs> and just felt the bricks fall off your back, right? Yeah. Yes. I try to explain it to people. I'm like, it just like the weight is so much lighter. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it too. Or like really being able to take like a big breath again, like to be be able to breathe again. Like I can't, I felt like I could breathe. And I did a lot of work prior to leaving to, to, because I wanted that moment that I left. I wanted that day that I left to be a celebratory day, not a day where I was, you know, upset or worried or scared. So it was for me, it was a very exciting day. It was exciting for my family. It was also scary, of course, because you're walking into the unknown and you're leaving behind something that you thought was going to be your forever job um, and something that is comfortable. Like, even though it's miserable, it's comfortable, right? Right. So there there were other things that came with it. But yes, I think a lot of, of a clean slate, that's what I looked at it as. I have a clean slate and I have this new story to write for myself and my family. Yeah, that's kind of the way I looked at it too and approached it. It was just an opportunity to, yeah, like you said, have that clean slate and figure out exactly what direction you want to go, right? Yes. And I think life is so short. Mm-hmm. And that's so, I know that's super cliche to say, but it truly is. And I just, I didn't want to spend it like feeling like I was like, clawing my way to the next break or, you know, like just surviving until I got to Christmas break and then Christmas break hits. And then, you know, you have a day or two of like, okay, this is so nice. But then the whole thing starts again, where you're like, oh my gosh, I only have two more days. I only have one more day. Oh my gosh, I have to go back tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Um, I just didn't, I didn't want to live like that. I, I, I just got tired of being tired. Yeah. Right. I put my foot down. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, so Teachers, this cool part right here. Um, So Sandy and I have connected, right? And we both are building these businesses. But the other cool part is we both have taught kindergarten and um, we both have boys of our own children, which is so cool to me that, you know, we've connected in that way. But you're going to hear a little bit about Sandy's business um, venture. So Sandy, I'm going to ask you this. How did you get started with your business? Yes. Okay. So I, I own my coaching business. It's a life coaching, life and business coaching business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I, okay. So when I left teaching, like I said, I did a lot of work prior to leaving to kind of set myself up. So then when I left, I knew I kind of had a foundation in place that I wasn't just going to be totally like floundering. So 
I found that when I left teaching, so a couple months into leaving, I didn't miss teaching at all, but I missed helping people on a deeper level. Like that is one of my core values. It's like a part of me and that's never going to go away. So I knew that I was going to have to find a way to help people because teaching is such a, like a, such a giving, helping job. Right. And I knew, I knew there had to be other ways to do it. So for me, that is where life coaching came in. I got my cert- certification. I'm a certified life and business coach. And now I help women uh, primarily. I mostly work with teachers right now who are either wanting to leave the classroom, helping set them up and getting them transitioned out. And what are the next steps and how can I make a plan? And I also work with teachers too, who are wanting to stay in the classroom, but to create boundaries. So it's more sustainable. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. And it's truly like, it is such an honor and such a pleasure to be able to work with, with teachers because I've been there. I know how difficult it is. I know how hard it is. I, I know all those things that they're going through and to be able to get people to the other side of that. Mm-hmm. is just it's magic and I feel like I've found like my my purpose and my calling here to do this to create a space where teachers feel safe to admit those things to themselves that maybe they haven't said out loud to admit that they don't like teaching anymore um and it's okay like just letting people know that it's okay right that's like right. my whole mission my whole goal is to help people see and believe that they can have a life that they love Mm -hmm. Um, they just have to, they have to go for it and get a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So while we're, we're kind of on, um, the business kind of topic and what you're doing with your, your life and your time and how you're serving teachers, can you give us a little bit about like what your day might look like? I know every day is different, obviously. Right. And things come up and that kind of thing, but just kind of like how you run things now that you're out and you, you're, you know, you're still a mom, you've got your business, you have life, right? Like we all yeah. do. Yes. Oh my gosh. And this was such a big shift for me too, when I left and I knew it was going to be a very big shift because I like, you're used to like reporting to someone and having to be at school at, you know, the contracted time and then you do your thing and then you stay until your contracted hours and then, you know, you leave and basically just keep working. Um, but I knew it was, <laughs> going to be a big shift learning how to work for myself how to build this business so I actually got my got my own life coach who helped me kind of transition through that process I don't think I could have done it alone Um, and now um, my days are blocked around what is most important to me so my core one of my core values is my family and being present for my boys when they need me when they're little like they are now. So, you know, a big thing I, every day I take them to school, I volunteer in their classroom. And then around that I fit in coaching calls. I fit in client calls. I fit in um, all of the things that it takes to create a business, to build a business, you know, running the podcast, recording that, the social media aspect of it, the the marketing and all of that stuff. So all of that stuff kind of fits around what is most important to me. And for me, that was life-changing to realize that I could build my life around, around. that instead of like the opposite, right? Because yes. before it was like, oh, like I felt, I felt like I was missing out on so many things and not even 
not even, I, I know that we get summers with our families and we get the breaks and, and all that stuff is great, but I felt like I was just so exhausted and drained at the end of the day that I literally had nothing left mentally or emotionally to give to my family. Right. And so yeah. they were definitely getting the short end of the stick. And I didn't want anyone, like, I didn't want my family to look back and be like, well, she was a great teacher, but she was kind of a crappy mom, you know, like she was never right. around. Yeah. Like that, that was I didn't want that. So now my days are time blocked around what's important to me, which is my family. And then all of the business stuff fits into that um, in the other spots. And I get to decide like, which is crazy to me. Like I choose what I do. I choose how I do it. I choose when I do it. I choose where I do it. And it's that, that was just crazy to me (laughs) to have that that realization. I think that for me too was like, um, you know, it was amazing, but also at the same time, it was like, oh my goodness, like I have this, I have this flexibility, like, what am I going to do? How do I structure my day? And I love that you said, like you build things around your value. So like family is most important. And I just love that. Yes. Yes. I know one time I, shortly after, I think it was like in August or September. So school had just started back up. Like all of my teacher friends are back in school doing their thing. And I, I I had another friend of mine was like, Hey, do you want to go see a movie? And it was like a Tuesday morning at like 11. Uh And I was like, I can't do that. Like, what if someone sees me out and about like, that's not okay. Like we don't go out, you know, we don't do that. But now it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That freedom. Yep. Yeah. That was huge for me too. Like, ah, big blessing. Yes. Yes. Um, so, okay. So we've kind of transitioned a little bit from your background. Um, we obviously know now you're building this business and let's go into, um, like the points I think that teachers really are probably like, Ooh, I wonder what her story is or what, you know, what made her like the defining moment of leaving teaching. So what, or how did you know, or what, I guess what happened um, or whatever made you realize it was time to leave. I know you touched on it a little bit when you were talking about your background, but yeah. So it's interesting. This question, I get asked this question often and I'm happy to talk about it. I, I, for me, there was one, there's a defining moment and I'll probably never forget this moment, like forever, but it was also a lot of little things like that accumulated over time. So it did, it it wasn't like I just woke up one day and said, I'm going to leave like this kind of built up. And then it came to a head at this one particular point. And it was a Monday morning. I'll never forget. Um, and I, you know, you, you're, I'm getting my boys ready. It's like 6am. It's still dark out. You know, you're trying to get all the lunches ready and get them out the door. And I'm going to drop them off at my mother-in-law's because she's the one that has to take them to school because I have to be at school, you know, for contracted hours. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, the whole hustle, the whole grind. Um, so I'm, I get them loaded in the car. I'm driving them up to mother-in-law's. And I said to my boys, I said, I am so excited. I I already can't wait for next weekend. Like, so I can hang out with you guys. I can't wait. I already can't wait. It's only Monday morning. And my oldest son, I'll never forget this. He was like, yeah, you can't wait because you hate your job. Mm. And it just, I mean, I, I was like, it's not that I hate my job. And I told him this, I said, it's not that I hate my job, but it, it's just that I love you more. And that for me was, yeah, that for me was like, okay, I can't like, 
again, like it was like the weight, like, okay, this is, this is what needs to happen. And I I want my boys, like, I want to set an example for my kids. Obviously we all do as parents and teachers. Um, I didn't want them to see me anymore doing something that really was making me miserable because it was, and I didn't want them to think that that's the only way it is. Like you go get a job. And even if that job makes you miserable, you have to stay in it because that's how you make money. And that's your job. Like I did not want them to see that and to live that. Like I wanted to set a better example for them. And so I feel by doing this and building my own business and doing something really scary because leaving was scary. I do not by any any means want to make this sound like it was easy or it was a light decision made or it, it was hard. It's hard work and it still is hard work. Yes. Yep. But it's a different hard. It's a hard that's on my own terms. It's a hard that is built around my family and building what's best for my family. It's not a hard because the system is so broken and you just feel so beat up every day. Right. So that was the moment that I knew it was time to leave. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. And <laughs> yeah. sad that it has to be that way, but it's, it is. Yeah. And I know, again, I say this all the time, but I know I'm not the only one that feels like this. And I just hope no, that not. teachers know that like, it's okay. Right. It's okay to not be in love with a job that you once loved. We all loved teaching at one point. And it's also okay. If you still do love it, if you still love teaching and your students, that's okay too. Like, but I, I just, I know how hard it is. There's Mm -hmm. no way that it's not teaching is so different now. And it's, it's hard. Very different. Yes. Yes. Yep. And it's hard to tell that to people that are not teachers too. Like, I think that the, like the perception from the outside is like, Oh, you're a teacher. How fun. You know, you get to play all day and you you get get summers off. Yeah. 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 You're off at, you know, two o'clock. What are you complaining about? But it is so hard. It is incredibly hard. Very. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very challenging. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so how about we talk about your transition story a little bit? Like, how did you go about leaving teaching from like the, you know, you said it led up to a culmination of things. And I, you know, in my life, I experienced the same exact things. Um, but how did you go about making that decision and doing it? Yeah. So the decision part is kind of the easy part, right? It's the action part that you're like, Oh, shoot. Like, what do I do now? How do I even, how do I even go about this? And this is, I think something that a lot of teachers are struggling with, um, is how do I even go about doing this? And so for me, my whole thing is that I knew like I was going to have some things in place in order to be able to make this happen. So prior it was probably, yeah, six, at least six months prior to leaving. I'm like, okay, I need to set myself up financially. I need to set myself up, um, like emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. I need to set myself up because I don't, again, just want to say, okay, I'm leaving and then just be <laughs> floundering. Like, I don't right. know what I just right. did. So for me, as far as my story goes, I, um, basically started building a separate business while I was still in the classroom. So I was a virtual assistant or a VA for a lot of, um, teacher authors, not a lot. I don't want to say a lot just for a few teacher authors. And so that was a way to kind of start to supplement and make a little bit of extra income on the side. And then I was able to take that income and kind of bank it as like a cushion. So like I knew when I got out, I would have at least X amount of months where I would be okay if I didn't have things quite figured out yet. 
Um, so that was a piece of that story. I worked on that business alongside of teaching. And then I also, um, I'm also a bar instructor now. So during that six month time frame, I became certified as a bar instructor and I started teaching classes. So that was another piece that money That's also fun. went into that. Yeah. yeah it's so yeah. fun. It brings me so much joy. Like just, I, I love it. Um, so those were the two things as far as like financially setting myself up and then emotionally and I, and mentally, I got myself a therapist, um, and I got myself a life coach. So I hired both Great. people who both played yeah. a huge role during that time frame mm -hmm. to help set me up. So when I left, I had a plan. I wasn't, again, I wasn't just floundering and like, I don't know what to do because I knew it was going to be emotional. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew a lot of things were going to come up. So my therapist was able to help me kind of backtrack and look at things like that had happened in the past, look at a lot of things that a lot of habits that I had. Uh -huh. And it also helped me realize a lot of the reasons why I became a teacher and why I felt like I needed just it, it was very eye opening for me like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my life coach helped push me forward, more mm -hmm. forward moving, right? Help me set goals, help me figure out how to time block my days, help me determine what is important to me, what do you want your days to look like, um, and helped with a lot of the mindset work, because there is a lot of stuff that comes up. Yes. Um, yep. That that's like probably the biggest thing I would say. <laughs> it that's like helps I the would, most. Like ninety percent of the whole, you know, the decision making, the whole, I mean, like life in general, really. Mindset is yes. so huge. Yes. So she helped me start working on that. Helped me start realizing the stories that I was telling myself. Helped me realize what was possible for me. Mm -hmm. Um and just kept moving me forward. Mm -hmm. So then when I hit that, you know, June day and it was time to turn my keys in, it was a celebratory day and I drove away and I just, I mean, I haven't looked back. Awesome. So those are kind of the big things that I did to, to transition out. I set myself up financially. Um, I worked on my mindset and I got help. I surrounded myself too with people, other women who were kind of in the same situation, other women that were building businesses or that were transitioning out of the classroom because I knew, and I'm sure, I'm sure you felt the same thing. Like there were many times when I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'm going to yep. just turn around right. like, right. yeah, maybe not. Like it's okay. just your brain trying to talk you into like staying in what's comfortable, even though it's awful, like it's comfortable and it's familiar. So your brain is going right. to try to keep you, keep you and there. Yep. And yep. I knew that was going to happen and it did. So if it wasn't for that group of women, um, that were like, no, like, <laughs> keep going, keep, keep going. going. Yeah. 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 So that was huge. Yes. Yes. Wow. What a cool story. That's so awesome. Yes. Um, so I'm looking at time here and I know teachers yeah. is valuable. Let's jump yes. here. Um, cause this is, this is kind of important. I feel like actually pretty huge, um, to share with the audience and then, mm -hmm. We'll kind of leave them with how to get in touch with you if they have questions or, you know, they want to reach out to you, whatever way. And yeah. then one last final piece of advice, but mm -hmm. let's go here first. So okay. if you had to pick three of the biggest changes or differences in your life um, now that you've left, what would those be? 
Yeah, this is such a great question. And it's like, I, I think about my, like the me, like a year ago, and I'm like a completely different person. I've grown so much. I've learned so much about myself, but I've also, it was interesting. I asked my family this question recently because I was curious what it looked like, like from the outside. Like, so I asked, you know, people yeah. like, what are the biggest differences you see in me? And they just said, like the number one thing was like your overall happiness. You are so much like more relaxed. You don't, you're not so like high strung all the time and stressed uh -huh. out. Like you're funny again. You're fun to be around again. Yeah, that's huge. Oh gosh. How oh sad gosh. is that? I know we used to joke in my house during the school year. Like there were two Sandys, there was summer Sandy and there was winter Sandy and summer Sandy was super cool, like super chill, like go with huh? flow. And then winter Sandy was like awful. Like don't get in her way. She's yeah, she's terrible. And so they're, they're all like, you're summer Sandy all the time. <laughs> yes, That's what I wanted. That's so funny. Oh, my yeah. husband and I, we just had this conversation, um, I think last week or whatever, but he said the same exact thing. He's like, there were, you know, two of you, the summer or breaks, Amanda and the other Amanda, <laughs> yeah. you know, to hear someone say that about you, it's like, Oh my gosh, really? This is, this is what it was like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. It is. <laughs> so how, how can teachers get in touch with you if they have questions or, you know, just want to yeah. Oh my gosh. My favorite thing is connecting with teachers. I just, it's like, it's the best. Um, and helping teachers see like, there are other opportunities. There are other options. You have choices. You're not stuck unless you say that you're stuck. It's like mm -hmm. that whole mindset thing. Right? right. Um, so yeah, they can get in touch with me. I, I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm on Instagram at hello, Sandy Patterson. Um, you can email is always great. Sandy at hello, Sandy Um, I'm on Facebook at Sandy Patterson. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and I have a podcast too. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> I have a podcast too. It's called beyond the classroom with Sandy Patterson. And yeah, I kind of talk about my journey out of the classroom and talk about a lot of mindset stuff, um, for teachers in or out of the classroom and just lots of tips and, and tricks and, you know, just all yeah. that good stuff. Awesome. I will yeah. make sure I'll, I'll include that in the show notes too. So if teachers awesome. forget or whatever, you can find it there. So yes, thank you. All right. Let's leave teachers with one final piece of advice. What would you say to them? You know, the ones who are looking to leave the classroom, what piece of advice would you give them? Yes, I, okay. So this is such a loaded question, right? There's so many things I would tell them, but number one, I think it would be that it's okay to not have things figured out at first. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of, a lot of us are perfectionists. We are people pleasers. We don't want, I know <laughs> me too, me too. Um, we don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. We right. don't want to be beginners again because yeah. that sucks. So it's okay, you know, to not have things figured out right away. Um, you probably are going to need time to recover, to regroup, to realign, and that's okay to give yourself space to do that. You don't have to have it all figured out right away. And then the other thing I would say too, is just listen to your gut. Um, like I said before, like, I just, I truly believe that life is so short, um, to stay stuck in a spot where you are unhappy or you're miserable. So right. 
you can figure everything out there. If you're, if there's a will, there's a way. So just, you have to truly believe in yourself and believe that you can do it. And then you got to just make it happen. Not that that's easy again. (laughs) Yeah. Just take the first step, reach out for help, surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you, who are going to push you along and um, just know that anything is possible. I truly believe that if you can teach, you can do anything. Teachers are amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. True heroes for sure. Yes. Yes. Nothing I've encountered outside of teaching has been as hard as teaching. That is so true. I mean, so true. It is, it is a challenging, challenging, daunting task. That's for sure. Especially, you know, in the recent years, oh my goodness, has Mm -hmm. it been hard. Yeah. Well, um, Sandy, thank you so much for being here today and sharing all these amazing golden nuggets with these teachers who definitely need this positive space, encouragement, and we are so thankful that you came on today. So thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's absolutely my pleasure. My pleasure. 100%. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Have a great day, everyone.